Hi everyone, welcome back to Hagdama the Talmud Esel Sfirot. Introduction to the Sefer Talmud Esel Sfirot from the Bala Sulam, Rabbi Yehuda Lev Halevi Ashlag. So we're in Otchet Otet. Last time we finished around Otet Otyud. So we're just going to do a little bit of review from last time just to catch up. So last time we spoke about why do we have to learn Kabbalah? Why do we have to learn specifically Kabbalah, not. Uh, what they call Hasidut, but also just Kabbalah itself, the Limud uh, Kabbalah, and what's the secret in it? What, why, why does it help a person? So the Balasulam went on to talk about how the there's a lot of questions that he put up in the first Ot, in Ot Aleph. There were five questions that a person can ask, or five, question, five things that a person can doubt why he shouldn't learn Kabbalah. And so slowly, slowly through the Hagdama, through the introduction, the Balasulam really introduces why a person should learn Kabbalah. And so throughout the entire introduction, he's going to disprove all these doubts. And we're going to see how he does this. So let's do a little bit of Chazara and then we'll move on. So we're up to Otchet V'hinenit Be'eretev. So now we can really explain well. Ha'eflesh Hagadol ben Chochmat Torah. The main difference between the knowledge or the wisdom of the Torah and the difference between the Torah and the other wisdoms, the other knowledge and the other wisdoms of the world. Because the rest of the wisdom, the wisdom that they teach in other knowledges and other sciences and philosophy and psychology, it doesn't help you in this world. It, maybe it's momentarily, but it doesn't help you in a lasting way. Because all these sufferings and these um, the things that are going wrong in your life, there's so many of them that it doesn't match up to the amount of effort you're putting into these other knowledges. So your body doesn't become fixed from these other knowledges because the worth or the value of this knowledge that you're learning, this other knowledge, it's not, it, it's not the same value as all the machovim and isurim, the things that you go through, the hard things, the hardships that you go through. It doesn't help. So it's okay. So he just, he just works for whatever he gets. So it's good. So he, just like everything else, as much as the uh, effort he puts in, that's, that's what he'll get. But rather, no. So something else about the Torah and mitzvot. When you learn Torah and when you do mitzvot, there's something totally different. What happens? The entire idea of Torah and mitzvot, when you learn Torah, when you do mitzvot, when you do good things, what happens when you do them? It really prepares you or fixes you to become better. The other wisdoms of the world, it doesn't make you better. It makes you maybe act better be more polite, but it doesn't make you as a person better. We said before in the last class, in the last introduction, in the last part of the introduction, we said that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, or the Boreh created the world with the idea So because he is the good, because the creator is good, the thought of creation was to do good for his creations. That's, that's what the thought was. 
So how are we supposed to receive all this goodness? So the Bala Sulam says, the only way you can prepare yourself, the way you can clean your cup before you receive the champagne, how can you do that? Is through the Torah Mitzvot. That's the only way you can really prepare yourself, make yourself better, so that the goodness that already exists can come to you. So that's why, of course, you have to clean your body. What, you're going to receive all these uh, goodness in, let's say you're going to receive the fancy champagne $200 bottle in a cup that was used for coffee yesterday and you're going to receive all the champagne in that. No, no you're not going to do that. So you have to prepare yourself. So how do you prepare yourself? By learning Torah and by doing mitzvot. So you can be fit and um, yeah, fit for that, that good. Ot tet, so we're up to the ninth ot. Gamit be'eretev, mashu omeret the Mishnah. So we also now we can explain what we said before the Mishnah that says imatausek, and if you do so, ashrecha ba'olam azet, it's good for you in this world. Ki bekavanag gemurat daikuzot. When they were writing the Mishnah, when Rabbi Yehuda Nasi was writing the Mishnah, he wasn't writing it stam. He wasn't writing it just uh, another few words to write. There was diuk. There was a um, there was a certain meticulousness that he wrote the Mishnah. So that it could be a lesson for the generations to come. So what was he bimidayek? Lorot to teach ki ha-meusharim. This life, the world, in, the life in this world, the meusharim, uh, the mm, satisfied or the happy, the, the life that has osher. It's only goes to the person who's able to finish or uh, complete the path of Torah. Who learns Torah often? When it's when it's said in the Mishnah that there a person is supposed to eat a little bit of bread with salt, eat a little bit of water, sleep on the floor, have all these different hardships that he's supposed to take on himself, so we can reach a certain level of spirituality. But the only reason why that person has to do that, that's only when he's actually on the path of Torah. When when he was supposed to put yourself in this. Path of hardship. When you're in the path of Torah, the Baal says, Because that's why it says at the beginning of the Mishnah, this is the path of Torah. When you're in the path of Torah, you're supposed to eat a little bit, not eat a lot. You're supposed to not sleep a lot. Only once you re- finish this path, and you finish all this sigufim, and you finish all this shelolishma, and you do everything that's not supposed to be for the sake of itself, it really is for your own sake. So once you finish that path, the path of lolishma, in the life of tsar, in the life of uh, sorrow, and the life of hardships, so the end of the Mishnah comes to say, it's good for you in this world. Why? Then you can really receive the goodness that was that was that was meditated on, that was put into the thought of creation from the beginning of time. When the Creator created the world, He wanted to do good for you. When you're watching this video, do you believe that the Creator has the best things in plan for you? If you're not ready to believe that, then it's not going to come. So once you believe that, once you believe that the, the Creator created everything, He created everything just for it to be good. So once you have that once you have the path of Sigufim in the Der Torah, then you can go through and be, have the schut, have the merit to receive this goodness. And the entire world will be fit for you. Even this world is for you. And so even more so, the world to come. 
אות י', וזהו שכתוב בזוהר, that's why it says in the ספר הזוהר, על הכתוב, on the פסוק, ויאמר אלוקים יהי אור ויהי אור. In זוהר בראשית, on the פסוק it says, ויאמר אלוקים, אלוקים said, יהי אור, there shall be light, ויהי אור, there was light. So what does it say in the זוהר? יהי אור לעולם הזה, there should be light in this world, ויהי אור לעולם הבא, and there should be light in the next world. פירוש, so the Baal Sulem brings a, a commentary, כי מעשה בראשית, בצביונם נבראו, ובכל קומתם נבראו. The action or the creation of the world was created in its totality. Everything was created in Bereshit. Like it says in Masechet Rosh Hashanah, It was created in its totality. When the light was created on the first day of creation, It was in its fullness, in its totality. Everything that was in the light was, was in the light. It was So within the light of the creator that was created on the first day of creation was also all the life of this world with all of its pleasure and all of its goodness of this life based on the utterance of the words but why, why do, how it says there's a footnote here in, in the Hagdamot Sulam. I'm, I'm reading from Hagdamot Sulam. The footnote says, It says that there was a, a space of Hester. Why was the light concealed? Why was there sort of darkness? Not every day you feel like it's a good day. Why don't you feel like that? Why? So he says here, So that you can choose. You can choose. Is today going to be a good day? Do you feel like it's going to be? But are you going to make sure that it's going to be a good day? That's your job. So why did he hide the light? So that in this world we have the choice. Am I going to make the choice that today is going to be my day? Today, every day is going to be a good day. I'm going to make this my day. That's why they said in the Zohar, there should be light in this world. But it doesn't last. Rather, it goes forward, it goes on. The all doesn't stay in this world, it goes on to the next world. What does it mean? Those people who study Torah and do the mitzvot for the sake of studying Torah and doing mitzvot, only for the sake of lishma, they don't have a merit or any reward from it in this world. The reward comes in the, in the next world. שפירושו, which, what does it mean in the next world? בזמן העתיד לבוא אחר גמר הסתכחות גופם בדרכה של תורה. So what does it mean לעתיד לבוא? In the future, it's not just the next world. What does it mean the future? After they finish preparing their bodies, preparing themselves through these hardships, then only and only then, after that, they can really receive this goodness that was in יהי אור. שכדאים אז לאור גדול ההוא גם בעולם הזה. He's not just talking about this world and the world to come, but also before you prepare yourself and before you prepare your ratzon atzmi, your, your desire for yourself. Before that, and then after that, after you prepare your desire, I don't want anything for myself. I'm pushing it away. After you prepare yourself for that, then you have the hi'or le'olam haba. Why? Because how do we know? So he proves it from Masechah Brachot. You can see in Masechah Brachot, it says, your world you will see in your life. So it must be that Olam really does exist in your life. But when does that happen? Only after you prepare yourself. So now we're up to Ot Yud Aleph. 
We see that in the in the way that the Chachamim of the Talmud, in the times of the Talmud, what did they do? That was the, from the Mishnah, the idea of hardship in your life and the idea of not eating a lot and sleeping a little. So what did the people of the Talmud say? Barasulam is taking you, what is the way to live? How do you live a life that you can reach the goodness that already exists? If we can't taste it, where is it? So the Barasulam is teaching you, where is it? You have to look. How did the, the Chachamim, the uh, sages of the past, how did they tell you to reach that life? First, the Mishnah says you have to be in the Delch of Torah. First, you have to learn Torah, do mitzvot. And also you have to eat a little, sleep a little, make sure your body doesn't get anything, only your soul receives. And not even that, your soul only receives because it wants to do what it was commanded to do. So nothing for yourself. So, But then the Gemara, the, the sages of the Talmud, they come and say, So now the, the, the Talmud, the sages of the Talmud are saying, you know what, we don't have to go so harsh like the Mishnah, we can go like the Gemara, the Gemara says, you don't, a person should just keep learning Torah, stay in the Derech Torah, and even though it's not for the sake, for the right reason, what is the right reason? For learning Torah itself, because you were commanded to learn Torah, even if it's not for that reason, it's still good, and be, while you're in that period of lo lishma, then you'll eventually you'll come to lishma. So that's the Gemara, that's the Talmud, which seems a little bit more lenient in the idea of how to live your life. What's the reason for a more lenient opinion from the Talmud? It's because the light of the Torah will bring you back to, to the goodness. So that's the reason why the Talmud, the sages of the Talmud, said to... Just stay in Lolishma for now, but not forever. Just stay for Lolishma for now, and eventually you'll become Lolishma. Uh, you'll become Lishma. You'll become to a period for Lishma. So, what does this mean? The Balasun will explain. So, it's something new that the sages of the Talmud introduced instead of all these hardships and sorrows that we take on from Pilkei Avot. So what's the chidush of the Talmud? What's the chidush that the Talmud brings? It's not the idea of lo lishma balishma. It's the idea of ma'ush b'torah. There's a light. There's, a, there's a, a light within the Torah that brings you back to the goodness. So the Balasulam is going to explain what does this mean? So it's not something that you can do. It's not something that you can take on hardships and sorrows and, and then you'll eventually reach Lishma. It's something that happens by itself. There's something in the Torah that brings you towards the goodness. What is it called? Hama'ol Sheba Torah. The light or the shining or the light is the best word I can think of right now. The light in the Torah will bring you to the goodness. And that's the Chidush of the Talmud. In the Talmud, it's, there's no hardships, there's no sorrows. Just learning Torah, doing mitzvot, and doing good deeds. The Torah mitzvot, the Torah, the studying the Torah and doing mitzvot, it's enough that the light will bring you to the goodness. So that when you're learning Torah by itself, even if it's not for the right reasons, eventually the studying of the Torah itself will cause you to get to the idea, to get, to, to get you to the period of 
learning Torah and doing mitzvot so that you can give nachat to the person who created you. Not for your own sake, not for your own benefit. Because that's what lishma is. So now he gives us a definition and he gives us a, a chidush from the Talmud. The chidush from the Talmud is that there's hama'o sheba Torah. There's a light within the Torah that brings you to the goodness that you want to see in your life. But what's the lishma? What is lishma? It's eventually you'll get there. You have to keep learning Torah and eventually you will get to the idea of only doing things, only learning Torah, only doing mitzvot so that you can give nachat. You can give um, not benefit. It's more like a feeling of uh, pleasure to the creator. Thank you. A feeling of pleasure to the creator. Aval yesh leharher. I'm in ot yud bet. Aval yesh leharher. You have to think about lichora. It seems, after the words of the Talmud, we found many different people who learn, Really, there have been a lot of people who learned Torah, but they still haven't reached Lolishma. So now it's a real question the Balasulam is asking. What does it mean? So now, you might think that learning Torah will automatically bring you to Lishma. So I'm only learning Torah so I can reach Lishma and I can, should keep learning. So now the Balasulam brings a definition. What does it mean, Lo Lishma? What does it mean, Lo Lishma? We know Lishma is what you're supposed to reach eventually, but what's Lo Lishma? What's the one before that? How do you define that? What does it mean to learn Torah for not for its own sake? HaPerush, what is the commentary? What's the explanation? He believes, he has emunah in the Creator, in the Torah, and in reward and punishment. But why is he studying Torah? And he's studying Torah because he was commanded to learn Torah. Aval, but what? What's the, what's the lo lishma within this? He's partnering, or he's putting together his own benefit with giving pleasure to the Creator. So he's putting them together. It's not just pleasure to the greater. He, he's also benefiting. He's enjoying the piece of Torah that he's learning. And if after all his effort and all the work that he put into learning Torah and doing mitzvot, it's known to him that all this work, all this, uh, all this effort that he puts in doesn't get him any benefit. So that a person, even though he puts in all this effort, even though all he, he puts in all this effort to do mitzvot, to learn Torah, he, he's mitcharet, he's not disappointed, he looks back and he's he said, why did I do that? Why, why did I learn all that Torah? Why did, I, uh, why did I do all those mitzvot? So he regrets all the Torah that he learned. Why? There's nothing to do with him. It, it doesn't help him in any way. He thought that he would, he would benefit from the effort he put into the Torah and effort he put into the mitzvot. He thought he would benefit from it. So now he's regretting everything he did. So this is what it means, Lolishma. What is it called? It says in he's quoting here Tosfot in Rosh So even though a person like this who studies Torah 
and he he wants to benefit from it. He wants to feel good about it. He wants to make sure he wants to feel like as if he gets benefit from doing the mitzvot. The people give maaser. Uh, they heard they'll get richer. So okay, so I'll do the mitzvah because I heard it'll get richer. But I'll also do it because it gives pleasure to the greater that I give maaser. So he's mishatef. He's doing both. It's not just for hanat atzmo. That's not no rishma. Now we see shlo rishma is a little bit higher than what we think. It's something that you're mishatef. You're putting together the nachat ruach, the pleasure that you give the creator, and also the pleasure you get for yourself. So even though it's like this. Chazal, we're making it mutal. You're allowed to do this. It's okay. The beginning of your learning, the beginning of studying Torah, the beginning of doing mitzvot, it's okay to be lo lishma. Mitam, why? Because while you're not in lishma, because you're, you're, you're in lo lishma, eventually you'll become lishma. You'll become a person who learns Torah just for the sake of giving pleasure to the Creator. But the Bala Sulam says, I have no doubt. If a person who learns Torah, he doesn't have any amuna, he doesn't believe or have faith in the Creator, or it's Torah, or in the Torah itself, and the things that the Torah says. He's busy with his doubts. The Pasuk of Lolishma Balishma was not said about him. It's only about a person who has a munah. So what happens if you have doubts? So also this pasuk that it says in Midrash Rabbah, that the, the light within the Torah will bring you back to goodness. It won't bring a person who doesn't have a munah back to goodness. This light that exists in the Torah, the chidush from the Talmud, the light, it doesn't shine or it doesn't bring a person or it doesn't involve a person Who's not a Baal Muna? He doesn't own his faith. He does, he's not a person who has faith in the Creator or its or his Torah. Vilo od, and not just that. The size of this light or the power of this light that will bring you back to the goodness. This is this is crazy. This is amazing. The person, a person who has a certain level of Muna, that's the level of the light that will bring him to his goodness. So what does that mean? If you don't see the goodness in your life, can you believe that it's supposed to be good? Or can you believe that what you are experiencing right now is the good and is the best that it can ever be? Where Check your level of emunah. Where is it right now? But the people who are missing emunah, the people who are missing emunah, what happens? What happens to the Torah? The Torah becomes, it says in the Zohar, uh, it says in Masechet Shabbat, the Torah becomes a, a drug of death. It, it kills you. Why? person becomes dark. His eyes become darkened, the Baal Sunnah says. He, they receive darkness. They don't receive light from the Torah. Which means in the Torah, it's not just, there's a, an aspect in the Torah that it's ma'ol labal emuna, but it's choshech le emuna for the people who are missing emuna. So for the people who don't have emuna in the Creator, they don't have emuna in the Torah. They don't have emuna. He said before they don't have emuna in uh, reward and punishment. Then the Torah is not a light for them. 
it becomes dark. They don't understand. They don't see why. It's all dark. It's everything is dark. So we're up to you. There was a mashal from the chachamim masechet Sanhedrin. A mashal very good mashal. Ala pasuk it says in Amos, "Have hametavim et yom Hashem, lamaze lachem yom Hashem hu choshech velo ao." There are those who were mitave, they have a lust or they have a desire for the Yom of Hashem, the day of Hashem. And these people are asking, why do you want this day of Hashem? It's darkness, it's not light. There, there will be people who say that. It's, it's not, why, why, do you, why are you looking for God? God has nothing for you. It's not dark, it's light. So the very good mashal that the Balasulam brings from Masechet Sanedrin, there was a rooster and a bat. Both of them were on a roof. So he doesn't say here on a roof, but they were waiting for the light. The rooster said to the bat, bats, bats are blind. I don't know if you know, bats are blind. They can't see when it's light outside. So they go into the dark. They live in caves where it's darker because they can't see when it's light outside. The rooster says to the bat, I'm waiting for the light because the light belongs to me. The light is for me. The rooster crow. The rooster makes his noise at the beginning of the day, so the light belongs to the rooster. But the rooster says to the bat, "What are you doing here? The light doesn't belong to you. You're blind. You think everything is dark." But David So this is where he ends the mashal. The mashal in Masechet Sanablin goes a little bit further. So let's see what he says. Muvanetiv. So now we understand. Those people who learn Torah. And they weren't able to go from lo lishma to lishma. Hainu mishum. Why? Shehem mechusrei munachas v'shalom. It's because they're not. It's not because their learning is not good, or the Torah is not good, or Hashem is not good. It's because they are not good in their level of umuna. Valken lo kiblu shum or mehat Torah. That's why they didn't receive any light that brings them to the goodness. Valken lo kiblu shum. Valken bechashechai talechun. It says in Tehilim, in, in darkness he will go. Vayamutu velo bechokma, and they will they will die. Chasuv shalom. They will die, and not with wisdom. It says in Eov. Avalotam shezachulem unashlema. But those who really have the level of evumuna in the Creator, in His Torah, in schal ve'onish, in reward and punishment, muftachim, they're promised. It's not that they're told. They're promised. Muftachim. It's batuach. It's for sure. In the words of Chazal, those who learn Torah and they are bal emunah, they have a, the right level of emunah. Even if it's they're doing it because it's not for their the pleasure of the Creator, also maybe because they want to benefit from it, they want to make sure there's maybe a reward that comes from it. Even though they do it like that, still the light within the Torah brings them to the goodness. And not only that, they don't even have to go through a life of sorrow before they reach that level. So the people who really have the right levels of Amunah, they're the ones who can really come to a level of Lishma. It's not because the level of Torah that they learn. It's not because of the amount of Torah that they learn. It's because of the Amunah that they have while they learn the Torah. It's the Amunah that they have while they're doing the mitzvot. The emunah is what changes the entire game. So those people are able to come to a life of osher, a life of, of, of happiness and fulfillment, I don't know, what, nourishment, and a life of good in this world and also the world to come. What does it say about these people that are living in the right sense? As Hashem says in Yeshaya, and they will rejoice on Hashem. 
And Pasuk goes on. I think I'm going to stop here and we'll come back later on. So just to summarize what we really talked about today, the people who, there are people, I mean, I, I for sure, I, I, don't, I don't have the right level of them not. I can say that about myself. And I don't think that every day is a good day. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. But can you make it a good day? Or do you wake up and you say, you know what? Today is my day. Every day you wake up. Today is my day. And I want to see what God wants to give me. What is the creator going to give me in my life today? And once you believe that whatever the creator will give you is the best thing that's supposed to be ever in existence. Why? Because we know it was thought about during the creation. Everything in Yehi Ol was thought about in Yehi Ol. Everything in your life was thought about. What does the Creator want to give me today? It was, it was there in Maaseh Bereshit. So if you know that and you believe it and you have faith in it, then you can see where your life will go. All the best. Thank you.